0: Why this team needs a mentor who can't play when you got Steph Curry, Draymond Green, and Klay Thompson who are all mentors who do play? Like, I don't I don't know what purpose he is serving. Like, everyone's like, oh, you don't even understand how important Andre Iguodala is to this team. Correct. Cor- I don't understand it i don't understand it i'd rather have anybody not named iguodala who could maybe give you eight points and six rebounds than somebody named iguodala who's given you great advice by the way the great advice that andre has been given out well at least one of those recipients of his great advice gets to start for the detroit pistons tonight where is this good advice gotten moody where is this good advice getting Patrick Baldwin Jr who is a walking coaching DNP every night of his career so far? Where's the good advice getting anything? You're 29 and
1: 29. Stick your advice. Go get a rebound. They've said over and over again that they're they're not planning to use it on the regular season. That's when you're you're just going to have to eat it. He's not going to eat and it's not about the advice he's giving or not giving. They're trying to save what's left of him for April and May. That's the deal. That's the deal they made. And one of the reasons they made that deal is because he's one of the few guys available to them on this roster who, when he does play, can still defend. And the fact is, you found out how badly and how how difficult it is to find good defensive guys like that in the fact that Having reached out for Gary Payton, the second they took him, even though they can't use him for two more months. I I'm, mean, it's it's look, look he's, I, not, he's, he's not. He's not. I'm not. I'm. Not, no one gets to worry
0: about Iguadala in May when May's not
1: guaranteed. No, I understand that. That's another gamble that they've made. They assumed that they'd be there in May. They didn't think this season was going to happen the way it has.
0: Nobody did. Well, it's the thing. You got to sometimes lay down your best laid plans and react to what's actually happening in front of you. And there are an awful lot of moments in time in this season where, hey, Andre, why don't we just put a suit on you and have you be an assistant coach
1: and get someone in here who can play? Well, who's the guy who's the guy they're supposed to get in to play? They've been doing they've been looking for that guy so long that they ended up with a guy who they traded for knowing they can't use him for two more months. They don't have a lot of trade pieces. I mean, that's the problem. You can't just pick up a guy off the street and expect him to be an NBA defender. Somebody's- that's why That's why Iguodala is still on the roster. Yeah. Because there aren't guys like him. Have you seen the last really few postseasons that he's been around to help and have done
0: nothing? What? You put nothing. Yeah, you tell me at the very end of his career, in the most old man version of him that will ever be available, that's the year he's finally going to answer the bell. It's over. The Andre Iguodala really helping the Golden State Warriors portion of that career is over, dude. It's over. but By y- the
1: way, welcome everyone to your four o'clock hour. You're listening to 957 The Game, KGMZ FM and HD1, San Francisco always live on Twitch YouTube and the free Odyssey app damn well better be free you might be very well right but I think what we've seen with this team is that when it look when they when they look for defensive pieces they are so rare that they're just gonna go with well he worked out before and we don't have other options I mean when they when they let Peyton walk maybe that was a mistake. But when you have put yourself in the kind of financial bind they're in, Gary Payton making nine million dollars a year is all of a sudden sixty-three million, and that's where the tax kills you, because now all of a sudden you can't be a deep team anymore with the with the pieces that you like to rely on in the past. Um, you know that I'm, I mean I'm not I'm not saying that Andre Iguodala has magic still in his legs, but that's the percentage play they're trying to make right you and know I guess you know maybe this is the benefit of, uh you know
0: hindsight always being 2020 but it does seem a little foolish now that this team really cast this year's die on 19 20 year olds and a 39 year old maybe you should have met in the middle you know maybe maybe we should have Looked for a player who wasn't either at the breaking dawn or the final hour of their
1: career in which to place the hope of this season. Well, they they thought that Jermichael Green would be better than he's been. That I mean, that was that was part of the plan. Yep, that didn't turn out. Um, they, you know, they thought Dante Divincenzo would be helpful, and he has been, he has but been. he didn't start that way because he was hurt. I mean, they made they made gambles on those guys in their roster that didn't work out or didn't work out quickly enough, and even now I don't know that Dante Divincenzo was a superior defender. I mean, he is what he is. They lost the ability to have a roster that had more lockdown guys than the other guy, team had guys. That's where the difference is, and relying on young people because you've fallen in love with the two-track plan, you know, A, that's the risk you run when you start to try to put a timestamp on the core of your team. I mean, there's a reason why the Boston Celtics, when they won their last championship in 1969, basically ending that run of 11 championships in 13 years, every one of those guys was unbelievably old. I mean, they looked like that, that painting... Of the three Patriots, you know, the the guy with the fife, the guy with the drum and the guy with the limp. They were the oldest team ever. And they won on muscle memory. They didn't try to do, you know, well, we're going to we're going to all of a sudden we're going to have a young team and an old team. That one's never worked.
0: Well, and they, it's rarely tried, they multiple Hall of Famers in a
1: league that had what? Eleven good teams at most ever. But it's still how is that that how is it that much different than this? than this iteration of the Warriors. Their three best guys are in their mid-30s. I mean, that's not that's not disputable. Well, when your three best guys are in their mid-30s,
0: you probably, your breaking case of emergency player shouldn't be 39
1: or 20. I mean, I think they thought that Green and DiVincenzo would be the new bridge guys to replace Porter and Payton. Because a year ago, nobody thought Porter or Payton was going to help much. Until all of a sudden late in the year they did help today bob myers on the executive show
0: basically said out loud something that after the fact probably was the choice that they should have made with the pick that they used on james wiseman here's bob myers today and you can almost hear him talking through the process and then realizing after the fact yeah that probably would have been the better thing to do we
2: took the best players, not with an idea that these are guys are going to carry us to the promised land, because no matter who we drafted at that time, after we had guest traded for Wiggins, you look at the roster and you go, okay, Steph, Clay coming back, Wiggins, Draymond, Looney, and Poole was kind of coming around. So that's six guys that are pretty good, and you say, okay, what rookie, young or old, is going to come in and get 30 minutes or get 25 minutes with that team? Maybe if there was a guy that and maybe there was but it's hard to predict who that would have been and then you take that guy but i think decisions are made and we make them you make them with the information you have at the time and then you look back and you evaluate whether they were smart or not but um it's tough because most of the if you look at the draft 20 out of the 30 guys are freshmen maybe more now if you look at the history of the first round of the last three years so they're all pretty much that age so the argument better argument matt is trade the pick just trade it for a vet but again you don't know you don't know where you are on the cusp of things
0: Maybe that's what they should have done. Just trade number two for a player who will absolutely not be nineteen, who's played three games at an off-brand Memphis campus. Well, it wasn't off-brand. No, it's, it's been a while since Keith
1: Lee was there getting it done. Yeah, you know but I mean, I mean they yeah, Penny Hardaway's had a pretty good program there. But be that as it may, we don't have yeah. But it's still a pretty good program. Their problem was this: they drafted for need at a position where there wasn't anybody to get so you probably should have flipped that for
0: your need in an already realized serviceable NBA entity
1: is but, what the, but the musical question is what was that serviceable entity that you would trade the number two pick in the draft to get because they wanted size they made it clear they wanted size who was the size who was the size guy in the NBA who A would be available and B would be worth the second pick in the draft I don't think they're I don't think one of those exists. Aiden. They were either going mean, to look. I'm not saying he would have been the right fit, but I
0: just know that Aiton was. You know, his career in Phoenix was very much in flux because of the relationship with his own coach and him wanting out of there. So maybe. I mean, that's just you know, that's the first big man whose name popped into my mind.
1: But that was two years later when they turned on Aiton. Okay, so I mean that that's out of the timeline. I think they were without realizing it they were fairly screwed. If they decided, we need a big guy, makes sense. Who's the best big guy in this draft? James Weissman. He probably still is the best big guy in that draft. Yeah. Because there are only four of them, and the other three have played fewer games than he has. He makes his
0: Pistons debut tonight in Boston. By the way, also making their debut tonight as a tandem, we got Luka and Kyrie. They're in Denver. Denver's only lost... Four games at home all year by a combined, I believe, eight points. They're really tough to beat at home. This is Miles in Napa. Miles, you're on 95.7 The Game. Hello. Hey, Damon. Uh, long time
2: fan, man. Um, I'm just calling in. I think we need to be a little uh, easier on him. I know it's, uh, it's our team, and we always have a lot of emotion around the Warriors just because Steph, how he plays, but, you know, so much joy. And I feel like he comes into our homes, you know, with, with the emotion, but... I think it's just so hard to go back to back, and the five years you know we got. I'm 33, and you you have season tickets. And oh, a look, of a no, of bad
0: nobody's mad. I'm not trying to come off as mad. I just think some some decisions that didn't work out are defensible. And to me, the more I look at it, the retention of Andre Iguodala. That Andre Iguodala was a luxury item. In a season where you needed more bare necessities than actual luxury items, and it, it sort of had that feeling the entire time, and I can't believe they never came off their luxury item for the bare necessity that they need. That, to me, is the one, like, it's been obvious all year, you gotta do something, and they didn't do it. And what is that something? Well, I don't know. But doing nothing certainly wasn't the plan. And doing nothing
1: has gotten you 29 and 29. And that is what it is feel. And what I'm suggesting is not that Andre Iguodala is a magician just waiting to appear. That's what they're hoping. Because he didn't have a better alternative. There wasn't a guy who could do the things he could do available to them because, and let's not forget this part, they are cap strangled. And they have finally reached the point where Joe Lacob is making decisions based on money. Because that's what happened with Gary Payton II after a superb playoff. They let him go because of money. They are now at that wall that every other team reaches a lot sooner than they do. And they did the same to a lesser extent with Porter too, who was also very helpful to them. If they wanted to run this back, they should have maybe said... You know, damn what the taxes are. But that's not what the owner wanted anymore. He wanted to start getting some bargains. And lo and behold, bargains aren't there.
0: When we do come on back, uh, I mentioned that the Warriors are... A little bit like Derek Carr because they're being asked to put up a ridiculous amount of points to win. Somebody here on the text line says, oh, please leave Derek Carr out of this. He's garbage. The Warriors are not. Well, you're right about half of that. The Warriors are not garbage. They're just frustrating. Derek Carr was the best thing that the the Raiders had. And now they've got a wide receiver without a quarterback. Good luck with that.